Hello humanity, second podcast of the day here. Come on in. With the West Vancouver uh, Legion, Legion 60. March 19th, 2023. This uh, topic is the most powerful topic that has had a dramatic impact on my life. Yeah, just sit down anywhere, it's fine. What? No, it's okay. Yeah, it's all good here. It's pretty informal. I want you to be comfortable. Come on, guys. Class is going to start here. But yeah, so this is the most... This... Everything I've done... So far... If there's one thing... That you could invoke... It's the impact. Okay? The impact. What's the powerhouse method? I get that all the time. Powerhouse method is about manifesting destiny. So it's the impact of all this knowledge that I'm dropping to you. It's the impact on your destiny. Don't forget that. Everything I say, everything we do is the impact on your destiny. The impact on your destiny is the impact that's going to have on this world. It's the impact that's going to have in expanding God's kingdom. And if you can program your mind such as I've been grateful enough to do, is to program my mind to every action I take is to expand his kingdom, back up the enemy, take the territory, consecrate the space, send the enemy running to the hills. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the impact of the law of association. Okay, so 10 years ago when I started my business, I was aware of, you know, hanging around people you hang around, you know, there's a saying in business, you hang around your average, the money you're going to make is the average income of the five closest people around you, okay? And there's a lot of truth to that, a lot. What I didn't know 10 years later is the impact of being around Christians and non-Christians, okay? And just being aware. So my, what I'm doing here is not to pass judgment, my job here is to bring awareness and spread the word, spread the knowledge. So, I'm going to start with some admonishments first. So here we go. The impact of a law of association. So gonna, a couple of points going to make that aren't on the impact of a law of association, but just flow with me here. So the first one I want to talk to you about a prayer is your journey mercy prayer okay when I travel I do a journey mercy prayer I ask God to help me on the journey I ask him to protect me say Lord as I go to X grant me journey mercy please my Lord grant me journey mercy what journey mercy is it's protection on your travels proof I'm close to God is joy and I've been a joyful seed my entire life. Born on Good Friday, and that's what's true. Nature of the Holy Ghost is joy, by the way. Nature of Satan is depression. So people who are depressed, they have the enemy polluting their mind. 
also known as Satan, also known as evil. These are synonyms. And people that are in charge for this type of energy and this type of conduct are people who believe humans are to be exploited for profit. Where I believe every human has a destiny to be unlocked. And I'm the man who wants to see your destiny unlocked. And I'm not the only one. And thinking this way about unlocking the collective's destiny is expanding God's kingdom. And through that framework is going to yield you more blessings and anointing than just thinking about yourself in a transactional-based thinking. God's not a genie, man. Any issue on earth can be fixed by prayer. Praying is the most valuable skill that we have as individual people. And I'll be honest, my prayer life is increasing this year, and I've been scared to pray for many years. And serve the Lord with fear, with reverence, with respect. More fear, more God presence. That is the way God likes it. When I live spiritually, I become God's property. I've given my life to God. I've transferred my life into His hands quite a while ago. You know, such a sm I just, you know, it's pure, pure ignorance. If I knew that if I would transfer my life into God's hands 25 years ago, I would have done it. Does that make sense? Because he's the creator. He knows my destiny. He controls all resources. I'm a holy vessel in this flesh bag, okay? We're all holy vessels in this flesh bag. I've done well if God owns me, which he does, beyond a reasonable doubt, whatever. I'm God's property. This flesh bag I'm in is God's property. These words coming out of my mouth are coming through authenticity and the Holy Spirit, the highest most. There is a demand on planted Christians such as me to do warfare prayers against Satan. Begin to pray against Satan before bed and when I wake up. I've done this before. Check out my warfare inspirational prayer. Uh, I play that every night at midnight and as soon as I wake up every day. Every day. Command the space. Because when I do this, I have peace because the enemy is not in my aura. It's not around. So that gives me peace of mind. I will find some zigzags and life will be eliminated through warfare prayer. More peace. God likes children who fight Satan. There's a saying in the Bible, you, you don't, you're not, we are not punching bags for Satan. The Lord commands you to be bold, not to be passive and just ignore and let people commit human rights violations on you and abuse you with their words and their deceptions and their masks and their tricks. You be bold as a lion. Maintain all your power. And if anyone infringes on your personal space, physically or mentally in any shape once whatsoever the Lord is commanding you to defend your territory push that person back with words 
or physical encounter let them know you have a lawful right to repel any force another person or process puts onto you. The blood of Jesus Christ. God is what rules supremacy. God is law. The spirit of brotherhood is the law. The will of the people is what the governing body of this world is. It's the will of the people. So God likes children who fight Satan. And Satan's not playing a game with me, man. Or with us. Okay? So don't play games with him. Send him running. And depending on where you are, your spiritual process, your level, Satan scared the shit out of me three times, but not no more, dude. Now he runs from me. I spot him too. Well, a lot of these demonic entities, you can you can kind of meet at peace and neutrality, but they're always looking for ways to exploit you, to take your destiny, to take your joy, to take your energy. Eliminate Satan. Because when we push Satan back, you can the people who do evil, you can only run and hide so much until righteous men such as us box them in with border control. We have them contained. We can contain all the evil in the world. God has a destiny for me, which Satan destroys when he gets his hands on me. When I warfare, my day is linear. Warfare tone must be aggressive. <laughs> Obey the laws of the land. Who I spend time with greatly affects my relationship with God. And this is, so we're going to move into the main content now. The impact of the law of association. Who I spend time with greatly affects my relationship with God. This is the force multiplier benefit. So when you accept the prayer of salvation, you get a 33% energy buffer and I'm a CPA and I will smite you, anyone who tries to take my space from making a statement such as this. I'm not, I don't care if you're an atheist. I don't really care about your religion. I'm telling you, when you accept the prayer of salvation, you get a 33% energy buffer to your aura, and you now have a menu of infinite blessings for you to earn and activate. So when you're around, like when I go to prayer group tomorrow, the level of like the the level of anointing and power in the room because of the force multiplier, because we're all there in unity, is it's the most amazing thing and experience that I'm going through and being anointed and having the force of God enter my soul. Absolutely amazing. Jesus has been filling up my heart all today with strength. My mind is a convulsing growing in strength so it's because the force multiplier that hanging around Christians is going to affect your relationship with God and it's your choice whether you decide to hang out with Christians whether you decide to eliminate Gentiles and heathens a Gentile and a heathen who is prideful and they rebuke the prayer of salvation you you want those people you you must Rebuke those people out of your life because they are dangerous. Dangerous for your destiny. And I'm speaking from first-hand experience. One of the reasons why I'm a successful businessman, self-made after 10 years, 
is because before I started my business, I focused, studied so much on all the common mistakes business owners made. And so now I'm telling you with first-hand knowledge through the highest most. Hanging around people who aren't Christians, who don't have a prayer life, is destructive for your destiny. And all you have to do to become a Christian is want Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and to accept the prayer of salvation. It's that easy. It's that easy. That is your time value of money. You want prosperity? Step one. That is the single most act you can do in your human existence that will increase your prosperity rate, increase the chance of you manifesting destiny by covenant. This isn't a fugaz. Okay, this is by covenant. And you're talking to a man who's speaking through first-hand experience. Bad relationships can disturb my link with heaven. It's the link with heaven. He who walks with wise men will be blessed because of the force multiplier. He who walks with fools will disturb my destiny and many other things in the spiritual realm. Refrain my foot from their path. Stay on the way of the Lord. Stay in the word. Do the word. It's that simple. And the word starts with good. Christians spend time with Christians. It's a must if I want to do well with God. And wanting to do well with God is something you want to do. Child of devil, God will think I'm backstabbing him. Yeah, so if I'm hanging out with devil children, God thinks I'm backstabbing him and he's a jealous God. God is hypersensitive, dude, hypersensitive. The Lord is a jealous God. Don't make friends with Satan's children. And as a man speaking, when a Christian woman like a, is, is peaceful to me, a Christian woman is more valuable than a non-Christian woman because of peace. And I'm talking from a risk assessment. You have a carnal woman, a Gentile heathen woman, who isn't a Christian, who doesn't have Jesus, she's at a higher risk of destruction than a Christian woman who's been brought up with Christian principles and has, has saved herself for marriage. Okay, And that's just what the numbers show you. And so you are responsible for your own decisions, but I'm talking about gamifying Christianity. I'm giving you the codes to the matrix as a CPA as a successful businessman. I cannot be partakers of God's table and Satan. This affects my destiny. It's not that we don't love people. It's just that we love God more. It's just that we want destiny more. We want the inheritance of Jesus Christ more than relationships with Gentiles. And read that again. It's not that us Christians don't love people, okay? It's just that we love God more. I love my destiny more. I want my inheritance from Jesus Christ. And it comes by covenant. All I got to do is work. 
for the sower, the reaper sows. The labor yields his reward, man. This stuff comes by covenant. And what that means is like for you line segment people who are transactional based people, what I'm telling you as a CPA is if you do X, Y, Z, you get A, B, C and it comes by covenant. Mathematics. This is nothing new. <laughs> That's the thing. It might be new the first time you're hearing this, but it's not new to humans. God is angry when I have relationship with Satan's kids and God has beaten the piss out of me. And I'm learning this stuff through pure ignorance, by the way, guys, okay? Yes, I'm having a destiny of one in a million Christian experience, but I'm learning this stuff all on the fly and I'm literally called and put, pulled to God. This is my destiny because I transferred my life into his hands a long time ago. God will give me the grace when he sees I'm ready. One of the things you don't do is audit God. God's timing is so beautiful, but you gotta know about God's timing. God is more sensitive than humans and is sensitive to the emotions of God. Copy the works of Abraham. Copy Abraham. Copy Jesus. Copy Moses. Copy David. Copy Jesse. If all you did was copy those people, man, see. Peace across the land, brother. Only think about the Bible. Yes, I said that. Only think a Bible. If you're a Bible geek like me, you can only think about the Bible. All the other stuff will just be pushed out of your vortex and you'll be filled, filled with wisdom and infinite blessings beyond your wildest dreams. All your heart's desires will be unlocked. And again, comes by covenant. Emotions mean nothing, okay? God doesn't care about your emotions. He cares about his word. Just do what the Bible says. Lord will help me remove ungodly relationships in my life. Okay, let me say this again. Lord, the Lord will help you remove ungodly relationships in my life, in your life. And I've learned this the hard way. God does not want you to allow anyone to abuse you in any shape or form whatsoever. God commands you, the highest most commands you, judges in courts command you to push back the enemy, to maintain your peace, to not allow any abuse, any disrespect whatsoever. Remember, this is all for destiny conscious people, okay? People who want to be hyper impactful in Christianity, which is me, and in people's lives. Be prepared for people thinking I am insensitive. I've dealt with this my whole life. But the truth is, I'm focused on manifesting destiny, bro. Like how many podcasts? I'm almost at 400 podcasts here. 400 episodes. I'm focused on manifesting destiny and the Lord commands you to be as well. It's the enemy who's got you, your mind focused on other things. It's to distract from the word. It's to distract from the proven path. This way wins. There's peace here. 
There's prosperity here. There's happiness here. Okay, I can guarantee you that. Without Jesus, I cannot guarantee you that. Holy Ghost solidifies my heart and that's what's happening right now. I can feel it right now. I'm literally, the force of God is being injected into my heart. He's rebuilding it. He's putting it back together. And I don't even, I don't even know what's going to happen, right? And that's what gets me excited. And that's why I'm going to live longer with God's grace than most people. God is extending the human life period. It's my goal to live. It's God's will for me to live to be the age of 144. God reward will reward me for the sacrifice. So sacrificing uh, Gentiles and heathens who are rebuking the prayer of salvation, God rewards you that. It might seem like nothing to you, but in the spiritual realm, it's massive. Absolutely massive. He will grant me the power of God. And that's what's happening in my heart right now. It's my heart and my mind. It's the force of God that's entering into me. A disciple is sacrificial in nature. Okay, I live a Roman style lifestyle. I'm a minimalist. Organically. I don't seek material possessions. I seek things money can't buy. I've always been this way. This isn't to be confused. I don't like material things. The things I do have, they're nice. But I don't have excessive things. Because they don't. I only hold, keep what serves me. Because of equality. Anything God or the Bible says, a disciple of God does. It's so easy. Just do what the word says. That's it. That's really it. And doubts. There's many doubts that are put into our mind in our society, in the Western culture. There's a lot of distractions, other things, and this and that. But if you just do what the Bible says, bro, she. It's when I get close to God. When you get close to God, you're going to be prosperous. Remember, God in the earth 3D realm is judges. Okay? It's people who pass laws. That's who God is in the physical realm. Is God real? Yes, God is real. God is law. That's how law is begins with the Bible through canon law. It's just how it works in Western, in Canada. And so, when I get close to God, I get prosperous because He controls the printing presses. Money. Humans have made up money. Prosperity comes through money. You get closer to the printing press, get closer to the power, be addicted to obedience, it'll, all your heart's desires will be fulfilled. And my interest in life, and because of my level of awareness, because of my training from my father, 
My interest is in spiritual, not carnal. And I've always kind of been that way. I've never been a carnal man. I've never been one of these guys that has to go and always having sex. He can't control himself. Women are walking by. He's talking about them physically. You're disgusting. You're lewdness. Control yourself. Have some class. Then you'll attract women. You know how I pick up women? I don't. They pick up me. And they fight for me. And they compete for me. And this is decades of this, man. This has nothing to do with arrogance. This is my experience. How to become a 3% man. You attract. Thirsty, pathetic men. It's pathetic men. Men hitting on women right in front of you while you're on a date. She. So your interest is you want to be spiritual. Okay. And the stuff I'm telling you, God, Jesus, is a thousand more times more power than all these other false gods and all this and that blah 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 the way to salvation the way to destiny is through a needle's eye man. the gates are narrow because there's certain things you have to do you can bounce around like i did the jesse tree for 40 years outside the church most of my life this and that sticking you know good principles this and that but there's certain things i have to do that'll pass me through the gates of heaven and Except prayer of salvation. Spirituality is also so much more interesting because you get to go to war. You get to go to war. And all these other false gods, they're all weak. They're all weak. The word, uh, the sword of my mouth. And I prefer to take things physical. Boom! Satan runs when the light's in front of him. It's just how it works, man. So I like the spiritual realm. I like the spiritual realm of like taking territory, having real estate in the spiritual realm. I like that. Growing Christians. Yeah. So your carnal relationships will crumble. And this is true. And it's quite devastating. Quite devastating. But growing Christians, your carnal relationships will crumble. So... I'm of the opinion if someone hasn't accepted the prayer of salvation from me or my dad, you are a carnal person. You know, use discernment, obviously, right? Uh, with you know, with people in the church and my Christian community already, I'm not. I wouldn't pass that on to them. But heathens and Gentiles, definitely. And then before you have to push them out. Uh, Give him a chance, two times, two times for the prayer of salvation. You say no, off to the lake of fire you go, brother. Plus, spirituality is so much more interesting. There's nothing more boring than just a mundane, carnal businessman. Money, 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 money. Or a woman uh, consumed with consumerism and products and getting her happiness from buying new things. Having an abortion, but then buying a $3,000 purse the next day. It's nonsense. Spirituality much more 
Interesting. Must not mingle with the heathen. And I had a situation a couple weeks ago. Because the heathen, they the, the problem with the heathen and the Gentiles is because your your vibration is a lot higher. And some of the stuff they're saying, they don't understand. And so, because they don't understand, they rebuke. And out of lack of discipline, they'll project onto your personal space. And the Lord has commanded you to not only sanctify your space, but expand your space and push the enemy back while depopulating his camp. So the best situation you could have is to get a heathen to accept the prayer of salvation, then boom, it's in God's hands. But I'm here for your protection, and I'm talking about the impact on your destiny. I do not feel safe around people who have not accepted the prayer of salvation from me or, or aren't at one of my two churches. And I'm, and I'm allowed to feel that way. Earthly people are consumed by the flesh, which is sin, man. And so, the seven deadly sins are very clear. It, it, God sees everything. And so when you, just so you know, just so you know, when you do sin, you're creating negative karma. You're negative spiritual currency you're pushing your destiny away your black purity in your aura is increasing okay that's just the mechanic how it works earthly citizens are consumed by the flesh people not driven by the flesh are rare which i'm one of them listening Sin is dangerous because it's enjoyable, yeah. And one of the, like, to get to where I'm at today, long-suffering. Shit, man. <sighs> yeah. So, long-suffering is an attribute of a Christian that I have now. I've earned that. Walk wisely, okay? So what I'm saying, I'm here to warn you. I'm here to guide you. I'm one of your guides in your life. Very important guide. I'm not your only guide, but I'm one of them. Okay? Walk wisely. Walk. It's very, Christianity is very simple. Very simple. Like what you have, what I have to do is simple. Walk wisely. Evil pursues sinners. That's the thing. When you do evil, you have demonic wells open in your aura that they can, the enemy can seep in. And that's how they get in your mind. Okay? And the evil pursues the sinners. Okay? But the righteous, the righteous shall be repaid through obedience. Evil spirits trail sinners. Like my ex-girlfriend Jezebel deceived me from the moment and betrayed me from the moment I met her. When you're dealing with these, here's the thing, you know, this, my ex, her name was Vita. And my roommate Yosef, okay, roommate and Yosef and Vita, those are carnal names, okay. Now and there's that's and that's the side, one side of them. But now we have the spirit side of us. And, and Jezebel is a spirit. Pridefulness is a spirit, okay. And when you have 
these negative purity in your aura and these spirits in your aura, it, the force multiplier of the negativity comes in like a catalyst. And that's what I'm saying. It can go both ways, teeter-totter. You can go good, evil. It's just pick good. It's like, it's so simple. If I make those sinner friends, their demons will track me, okay? That's what I'm saying, man. So much death has been around me. So much betrayal. All, I loved all these people, but it's because the demons track me because I have these people, demonic entities around me. Demons do this legally and spiritually. That's what I'm saying. You gotta know this stuff. I, last year, I didn't know spiritual warfare was real. I experienced, and I experienced massive spiritual attacks. And I still do from time to time, and I still am under war, but it's calmed down a lot. And now, and you have to go through this phase as well to, to manifest your destiny. And when you're going through this stuff to get your knowledge, well, you got me now to give you this training, but just observe, just observe. When these people betrayed me and all the stuff they were doing, I was like, just observing this nonsense, immature behavior, like people doing that around you, you get, you're in an environment where everyone's against you and somehow you're the problem. It's like, just know God will remove all those people from you. And the best thing you could do is just go to church, bring someone and worship. That's it. <laughs> right? That will just protect you through all this shit. Not saying you're not going to get hurt, but you will learn how to protect your heart. My job is to teach you how to protect your heart. God doesn't want your heart to be hurt and hardened because then Holy Spirit is prevented from flowing through you. You need a heart of flesh, not a heart of stone. Right? Holy Spirit needs to operate and flow through the heart of flesh. But he can't, the Holy Spirit can't flow through a heart of stone because your heart is blocked. And you become a carnal person. I can be a born-again enemy of God if I make friends with Gentiles, and God is jealous. Make no friendships with an angry man or woman. So when I say man, that means man and woman. Gentiles are angry because they don't have the joy of salvation, and Gentiles are Gentiles because they haven't accepted the one-minute prayer of salvation. Absolutely ridiculous. And a lot of this comes from ignorance. Like, I didn't know. All I, a person has to do is one minute prayer of salvation and they're born again. Bang. And when you're born again, it's not like, hey, this magical thing. is like, you just started now. Get to work for 40 years. Christianity is a journey that never ends. Spiritual growth that never ends. Ever. Isolation and focusing on spiritual growth gives me the power of consecration and I discussed this recently on my snapchat the Lord commands you to add me on a snapchat I don't, I don't know if I have much room left on there I went viral on two accounts my username is powerhouse 6666 the Lord commands you to add me Jesse on snapchat powerhouse 6666 so you can um, be in touch with the truth bombs I'm dropping here high value content since 86 being consecrated gives me the ability to impact generations 
it strengthens when I'm able to be alone. And before COVID started, I was in isolation for about four years by design, by design. What I did not know is that's one of the harshest forms of human punishment, but to me, I'm in my helmet. I got peace, got the word. I'm working from home for 10 years. I had my best friends, you know. It's a beautiful thing being alone with God. The alone time is for the purpose of seeking Him. We're in Vent right now, or uh, sorry, Lent, not Vent, Lent. And letting go of things and focusing on simplicities, bringing me closer to God, fasting, increasing my resistance power is bringing me closer to God and it feels amazing and He's rewarding me through the force of God that's being injected into me right now, right now. Like, I want to know where my heart's going to be in a week. I want to know where my heart's going to be in, in a month. Like, my heart is being repaired. And it's the most, no doctor in the world can do this. It's not possible. This is divine. If I'm lacking Christian fellowship, stay consecrated. Okay, if you don't have Christian, one reason why I like going to church, my favorite reason is the quality time. My quality time cup gets filled when I go to church. That's it. Quality time is one of the love languages, bro. Okay, so now my primary love language is not quality time. It's words of affirmation now that I know what abusive behavior is. I get my quality time cup filled at two churches where people talk good about me when I walk away from conversation. That feels really nice. So if you're lacking Christian fellowship, just stay consecrated and don't go back to the Gentiles. If I do this, my spiritual growth will be light years ahead. God, God enables this if I'm ready for it. Consecrated people are seekers. Develop in spirituality. Yeah, so if you want to develop in spirituality, boom, consecration, bro. Start reading the Bible, page one. And it's a skill, and it's hard. Read one chapter a day, work up to two chapters a day, and you will begin to build endurance. You'll be motivated to read, maybe read four chapters, maybe read eight chapters, right? That's how it works. And again, speaking through firsthand experience from the highest most. This is one reason I've become peculiar, because I love being alone. I love being in consecration. All I want to do is get closer to God. All I want to do is manifest destiny. All I want to do is bring souls to the house. I'm actually angry when I don't bring someone to the house. This is one reason why we I'm peculiar. The more out of the norm I become, the closer I become to God. Being weird in obedience and being addicted to obedience is the way. Find spiritual Christians and latch with them. Unify with them. When I invest more time with holy people, I become more holy because of the force multiplier. When you're around Gentiles and heathens, they will steal your joy. They will pull you down to their lower vibrational escrow.
because of the demonic wells and the way the force multiplier mechanic works of life. You can go good or you can go bad. So do you want the, the, the force to pull you in a vortex of destruction? Because what uh, sin leads you, sin is destructive, okay? We're all sinners, okay? We're all sinners. But you need to know sinning without repenting and not doing good will lead you surround you around people who lie and deceit steal and cheat and destroy one another and you'll have tower moment of destruction after tower moment of destructions now if you invert that and heed what i'm saying latch on to christians or become consecrated in aloneness and grow in spirituality now you're going to have the force multiplier the resources and the blessings of the creator who owns and controls everything working in your vortex it's that simple man it's literally that simple and i i i just i see so many god showing me a vision i'm seeing so many souls the, the enemy wants to divide us fine do it we'll be alone we'll be in the word and we'll be growing in spiritual growth. Which is more powerful than being around heathens and Gentiles. Hunt holy people because their grace begins to touch me. And that's what one of the issues I'm having with my roommate. Just he's not aware that when I... Since I've come into your life, your life is getting better. You've grown and developed. And he snubs me because his ignorance, his pride, he's just where he's at. I'm not gossiping. I'm just using him as an example. My It's the parable of talents. My grace falls into you. Other people's grace falls into you. Good characteristics are also contagious, exactly. So just like living through the flesh, just like having gold corrupt you, just like having sex, living through the flesh is addictive that way, that all leads you to destruction, betrayal, and infidelity. Now, it also, there's an inverse where good characteristics are contagious. Okay, it's the energy in a lot of people that do evil they're on dopamine hits. They're chasing dopamine through sin. But if you trace, if you fill your dopamine through Christians who have good characteristics, that becomes contagious and it's peaceful. And that's where I'm operating out of. Okay, every day, more Bible. More, like, I'm just so excited to do this. This is my second podcast of the day. I've got an, an, I'm doing a third one after this. You know how happy God is with me? You know how happy God is with you? For the, the true fans listening to this, man, just by listening to this, God is anointing you. Whether you accepted the prayer of salvation or not, just by listening to these episodes, your life's getting better. Many ways. God's like, okay. Remember, God sees everything. He's like, okay, this guy's listening. He's listening. He's listening. He's not going to reveal himself to you, but he's like, okay, you're getting closer. Come on, you're getting closer. Let's see what this guy does. Oh, here he is. Let's see what he does. Let's see what he does. Spend time with Abraham and I will begin to emulate Abraham. What the stuff coming out of my mouth is because of my teachings of my father. He's anointed prophet. My pastor is a G. 
the Lord commands you to come to North Vancouver shipyards to see this anointed prophet speak, all you got to do is show up, man. <laughs> Mind-blowing. And the proof of salvation is change, okay? The proof of salvation is change. Okay? How do you know God is real? Because people are changing in a positive direction. Being destiny conscious. Be destiny conscious. That's what's going to serve you. That's what's going to yield you. Be focused on activating the blessings of God. Right? Jesse, how do I activate this blessing? Well, you see some man who's achieved something. How do I activate this? How do I activate that? How do I, please sir, can I copy what you did? How do you like that? You know, you're not taking what they have. You're happy for what they have. You're giving thanks to the highest most for coming to this person's life and unlocking their blessings. Now, how do I do it? How do I, and you can do it because Christianity is about abundance. Christianity is not from scarcity. God will be stingy if I keep heathen associations. To be stingy, bro. The blessings come from godly associations. If there is taxation on my body, it's a good thing. The pain means nothing compared to what is happening in the spiritual realm. Like, man, I was at church at 8.30 till 12 today, pumping out three podcasts today. Had a progressive conversation with my roommate, repairing, restoring relationships. Man, shit. Had a showing today. Obey the commandments of God and receive blessings. It's that simple. And you can be greedy for blessings. So you want to be greedy for the blessings and addicted to the blessings. God is not a miser. God is a great king who controls all resources. The cost of lack of obedience is no blessings. And that's what I've seen through my enemies. God has shown me because I didn't know what God favor God's favor was. I didn't know. Now as a CPA, mathematically, God's favor is level one, level zero, level one, thirty-three percent. That's God's favor mathematically. So you could say you do all the pie charts and mathematics you want as an atheist and whatever. Okay, well I'm telling you, prayer of salvation, one minute task, boom. Now multiply everything that you have mechanically down by 33% to the exponent infinite. I'm not talking about unlocking the blessings. I'm just talking about activating God's favor. And that comes through obedience. So what I learned from the people that have betrayed me, I saw they do not have God's favor. They do not. And that scared me. That scared me. And I was able to feel pain for them even though these people have hardened hearts and they just don't have empathy. They don't feel. They just don't have the ability to feel. Someone with no empathy doesn't, they don't have the ability to feel the pain they're caused to you. So it's unfair to expect them to be accountable. But they don't have God's favor. And now that I know what God's favor is and I see all the glory coming into my life God's favor is something you want man anointing is the power of God and bad associations will reduce my anointing and I'll be honest sometimes there's when I get 
there's been a couple times I've just got to like slow everything down because things speed up so much when you get the holy fire working in your vortex and it's like whoa whoa sometimes I'll sin I'll just have a couple scotches or something boom right just tone it down slow down there get big right but it's pretty awesome when holy spirit takes over your body and the power of god makes christianity fun and the way i'm feeling right now i feel my heart is connected to the front right of my mind it's connected to you the audience right now so if you're listening to this my love my heart the force of god is pouring into you The kingdom of God is a kingdom of power. If I want to impact people's lives, I need power. You just do, right? Like, How am I going to impact your life if I don't have power? And I already do have power, but I'm talking spiritual power. There's a difference. I have power as a CPA. I have power as a European Muay Thai champion. I have power as one of the best mixed martial arts fighters of my generation. I have power as one of the best hockey players of my generation. I have power being one of the best football players of my generation. I have power being one of the best musicians of my generation. But that's carnal power. And a lot of this power comes through spirituality. But now, with my accolades, I'm focused on spiritual power. As well as guidance through truth and numbers and transparency. As a CPA. Obedience. Loving the Bible gives power. That's what I'm saying. But true love, you know? The love for God, loving the Bible, is yields you power. I'm changing service by service because of the power of God. It's that simple. Each week I grow. God will withhold power if I keep heathen relationships, man. It's because of the force multiplier. Now again, if you choose to keep heathen relationships and you're aware, just be aware. But I'm talking gamifying mathematics i'm talking about exploiting the matrix to the highest most man that's what i'm talking about here so if you're rebuking what i'm saying and stuff's not you're not picking up it's not re resonating with you it's because you might not be focused on the impact i'm focused on the impact dude on your destiny okay if you're not interested in manifesting destiny, so be it. But don't rebuke the destiny conscious. Don't hurt the destiny conscious because it won't work out well for you, man. It will not work out well for you. It will ricochet. Don't mess with God's people, bro. It won't work out for you. It just won't. Trust me. Trust the CPA with conviction, with boldness, with meekness with kindness with power holiness is keeping godly relationships power makes Christianity fun and intoxicating like I'm so jacked on Holy Spirit now like I don't know what's going to happen to my heart I don't know what's going to happen to my mind but when this feeling stops in my heart and my mind and I've been fully restored I want to get these like mind tests and stuff and just see what the collective says about me Ple yeah christianity is fun and intoxicating and it's pleasurable beyond my imagination but it's not 
it's it's pleasurable in the carnal side of coins as well as spirituality man having peace is so fun because sometimes i like to do things just to see how they happen power comes by obedience obedience is the treasure of life and being obedient requires you to be bold requiring you to be bold is not allowing someone to control you okay because a lot of times with obedience out of ignorance we think and i used to think you know, obedience yeah people you know the people in control are trying to make us obedient and docile no 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 obedience so is your cooperative so is your playful shows you're responsible shows that you with power comes responsibility how's god gonna give you infinite money if you're just using it for nefarious purposes and committing sin dude no it's gonna crush you and i've learned so many lessons over my 10 years of business as a business owner and God will use us and me to save other people's lives. Man, I want to save your life, but do you want to be saved? You, you're not saved if you haven't accepted the prayer of salvation from Jesse McDougall or my dad or one of the anointed ministers in my churches. And I control this space for your protection and my protection. For my protection first, you have the privilege to come into the Jesse tree. I'm allowing the public to come close to me. But you have to accept the prayer of salvation. That's a non-negotiable in my reality. And I'm allowed to control my reality. And so are you. So it's either a match or you need some more time to become a match. And that's okay. There's no force here. But time is money. And if the CPA is speaking and telling you beyond a reasonable doubt whatsoever best way to maximize time value of money is to accept the one minute prayer of salvation and if you don't you're a fool if you rebuke my wisdom you're a fool i wish you the best godly associations will direct me more and that's true the, i get so much like progress just from a small conversation like one little conversation one issue can help me out so much the impact Kindness and guidance from godly relationships can have on you because of the force multiplier because the experience of other Christians that we're getting becomes into your vortex the secret is with those who fear him like me I am scared shitless of the Lord man God is beating the piss out of me he shall make the crooked way straight some of my answers are hidden and there's hidden keys. I'm giving you the hidden keys. The first key is the prayer of salvation, man. The, all these other hidden keys, man. But through the gates of heaven is the prayer of salvation. God will come and delegate me tasks. Make the crooked, crooked way straight in front of my face. And it's so amazing. God wants us to be peaceful. God wants us to unify. We're going to end this with the prayer here. Rapid change. My Lord, my God, thank you for anointing us. Thank you for blessing this space. Thank you for consecrating this space. Thank you for the work you're doing in my roommate's life. Thank you for the work you're doing in my life. Thank you for using us for one another to live in peace and harmony. God bless everyone listening to this message. May, my, may your spirit pour through all of us and fill all of our cups. In the name of Jesus Christ, I hereby decree. Amen.